Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. You're listening to Paul and Jan on Utah Golf Radio here on ESPN 700. Nine o'clock on a Saturday. That means Utah Golf Radio. We're coming to you live today from Greenspring in Washington, where we are down here celebrating the Winter Champs. Winter Champs is happening. Balls will be in the air in about an hour. The players are gathering. Uh, Winter Champs, Jan. It means we made it. We did. Made it through the spring. We made and, you know, it and the rain. It, it, um, almost the weather couldn't be more perfect. It is it. a beautiful morning. Yeah. I posted a picture on Utah Golf Radio on the Facebook. Utah Very Golf nice. Radio. Check that out. It's beautiful. It, it is a beautiful morning. The, the, the sun is up and the wind is down. There will be a lot of good golf played today. Um, Winter Champs, Utah Golf Association's first championship uh, being played today. Um it's a 36-hold Stableford event with four divisions, men, women, senior men, senior women. One of the one of the great Utah Golf Association championships. This kicks off championship season. We're awfully glad to be doing it. And uh, they'll be at Green Spring and at the Ledges. Uh, we need to note that we are coming to you in partnership with Utah's leading golf organizations, the Utah Golf Association, the Utah Section PGA, Fairways Media, the Utah Golf Foundation, the Utah Golf Course Superintendents Association, the Utah Junior Golf Association, and First Tee Utah. As always, we are teed up by our good friends at the PGA Tour Superstore on State Street in Sandy, across from the Southtown Mall. The Superstore, candy land for a golfer, with spring actually happening. <laughs> well, you need you need some stuff, man. You need to you need to get yourself outfitted. Superstore is the place to do it. You know what? Tour, I was just looking on. Um, I was looking at social media, and a couple of the girls go golfing. Just are go- they call it their happy place? They're going there today. It's a happy place. Yep. All right, that's cool, um, folks. Ogden's Connor Howe. Yes. Um, I, it it is possible that after a a stellar junior career, um, maybe some of you might have uh, lost track of Connor. He's been playing for Georgia Tech in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, he's uh, a fifth year, he's a COVID senior (laughs) this year, uh, getting ready to embark on his professional career. He's had a very strong college career. And Connor Howe did some amazing stuff this week, Jan. Connor was playing in the uh, qualifier, PGA Tour Canada qualifier, Mm -hmm. playing in the qualifier for the Canadian Tour. And uh, he made it. I know. Got <laughs> boom, bam. Just it is like that. that. Just like that. Connor Howe will be playing on the Canadian Tour this this summer, uh, but he got there in a little bit of dramatic fashion. Um, he uh, the the top eight uh, make this this field, and um, 
uh, Connor finished the qualifier, a 72-hole qualifier, T8. He was at minus 10, 278 on rounds of 68, 75, slipped a little, 65, got okay. it back, and 70. So 68, 75, 65, 70, finished T8, and Connor emerged from the playoff with a card. That is pretty awesome and we didn't i mean there's no doubt that connor was going to get a card somewhere oh, well yeah somewhere so, you know at some point look but it's, it's interesting he chose the canadian tour it's a good it's a good place to start yeah there you know there's been a lot of players that that's where zach blair got yeah. his start um and uh we we know of course there's a, a handful, handful of B, yeah. byu and university of utah players of recent vintage uh but uh uh most most significantly, Rhett Rasmussen, Rasmussen from BYU with with uh, Canadian Tour status. Uh, Jake Vincent from mm-hmm. SUU. He won one of these yes, Canadian did. Tour qualifiers a couple of years ago, and so the Canadian Tour is a really good place to to get started, cut your teeth. Um, it is not a surprise to me at all that Connor is that he's got himself a Canadian yeah. Tour card. Yeah, uh, this he is a straight up top shelf. Quality player, quality player. Um, he's going to make some noise. I think of the uh, of the Utah connected college players right now. He's in the top of that group, and you've really got to be paying attention to him. Uh, you know, some of the others, of course, of course, we know about Preston Summerhays mm-hmm. at ASU, uh, Carson Lundell at, uh, at Brigham Young, uh, Braden McKinley at, at UVU. Uh, at UVU, making mm-hmm. all kinds of noise. He's still pretty young yet, yeah. though. He's just a sophomore. But just um, a sophomore, I man, know, he's right? got a lot. He's, oh, he's going to accomplish so much. But um, but Connor Howe has to be in that conversation. Yeah, it is not a surprise to see what he's. Doing. Um, but he uh, he will. He, but but it's no given that you get this card. No. It is a hard thing to do, um, and it took good numbers. You had to he had to you know play this this qualifier, um, ten under par for the seventy two holes, and and so Connor Howe gets himself a Canadian Tour card. That's pretty cool. So cool. So we will be following Connor on the UPOD update this this summer. The Canadian tour. Uh, I'll have to they, make they, a little box for him. Yeah, you're going to have to add him to the list. Yeah, I'm going to have to add. <laughs> I love when I get to add another that's, another li- that's another a, line. That's a good day. Yeah, it's a great day. That's a good day. Um, but the uh, uh, they, they, of course, don't get going until a little later in the year. Uh, let some of the snow melt up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, I should note that this qualifier took place uh, at one of the one of the uh, RT Jones Trail courses called Highland mm-hmm. Oaks in Alabama, so nearby to where Connor lives right now in Georgia, and uh, but but down play, play, uh, taking place down in the southern United States. But it was a Canadian Tour mm-hmm. qualifier event, and um, uh, so Connor Howe moving on in his life in his career after a stellar career at Georgia Tech. Uh, Connor Howe's going to the Canadian Tour. That is. Cool, cool stuff. Um, the uh, yeah, you know what? The Canadian qualifying tour for the West is actually in, in Litchfield Park, Arizona. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily in Canada. No, no, actually, no. The, yeah, these qualifiers uh, tend not to be actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what course are they playing in Litchfield? Uh, are they Goodyear? Wig, the Wigwam. The Wigwam at Goodyear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, then Saboba Springs. Uh huh. 
Wigwam is a really good course, a classic parkland course. I've, I've actually p played it a lot when I lived down there. I, real easily accessible off of I-10, so it's easy to to zip out there and uh, and, and avoid a lot of traffic. And so I've I, I played it at uh, Wigwam a lot. And then the really good Saboba Springs uh -huh. is the next one, and that is actually the one that Jake Vincent won that's the last one year. Won. Yeah, and that's mm – -hmm. where where's that? That's at the um, Jacinta – in just San Jacinto. In, the Saboba Springs. In California. In California. Is it not? I California. Think, yeah, I think, I think that's San in the Palm Jacinto, Springs. California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and and actually, Jake is a Palm Springs guy. Yeah, so that probably that, helps. That would that would make an awfully lot of sense. Um, Connor has uh, in his uh, uh, career at Georgia Tech, they're playing with the Yellow Jackets. It's been interesting. That Georgia Tech team has produced two U.S. Open, or excuse me, two U.S. Amateur champions during the time that Connor's been there, and so he's been a consistent. Uh, top five player that is making the traveling squads. He's been a consistent player uh, on a great team with great players at, at Georgia tech. And um, it's, it's really been a, uh, a cool thing to, to watch what he is doing there. Um, and uh, the, I'm, I'm struggling for here for a little bit. I'm trying to remember the guy's name, the Georgia tech head coach. Oh, is, you got me on that one. Yeah, I know. It, it'll, it'll, it'll come to you. In he's, a, he's a St. George guy. Oh, is he? Yeah. And um, shoot, uh, can't think of his name right now. I shouldn't do this on live radio. No. Uh, no, exactly. <laughs> but, okay, think about it. <laughs> but anyway, so strong connections, and it's, which makes it all reasonable that Georgia Tech would be recruiting in Utah. Yeah. Um, but uh, had, had himself an incredibly great career. Uh, while going on there. Um, so we were trying to get George, uh, Connor on the phone. Uh, some things, something went wrong with that. Uh, we'll figure out a way that we can uh, talk to Connor here as he wraps up his Georgia Tech career this spring, certainly as they go heading into regionals and nationals. George, uh, Georgia Tech is ranked, I believe, number 10 in the nation right now. They're very definitely going to have a chance to play themselves into Greyhawk in the NCAA finals again this year. Um, so we'll uh, we'll certainly want to put a wrap on Connor Howe's career at Georgia Tech. We'll do that on a later show. I can't show. believe it's already over. Yeah, it's gone by quick. I, it went by so fast. I can remember when we were just announcing that's where we was going to go. When and he why made didn't that he go, decision. Yeah, why yeah. didn't he stay here? You know, that sort of thing. So I remember that. That's Wow, that by, that went by really fast. And and it was five years he's yeah. he's a he's a covid senior yeah. right now but but yeah it has it has gone by pretty quickly um but uh we'll we'll have a chance to talk with connor later but okay. uh, uh wrapping up a really great georgia tech career um that uh that uh he's uh putting a bow on here and already knows that he's got status to, uh, to go to the Canadian. That must be so, it must you know, feel so good to know, to have your future right in front of you. And, and you can, you can yeah, feel it. You actually yeah. have a card. You can feel it. And you know, you know, you've got a place to play. Yeah, having, placing, having a place, place to, to play, play is the most important. That, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that is just everything. And it is Bryce Hepler. James Peterson sends me a text. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Make sure you stick around for Sports Saturday after our show. James Peterson, Bryce Hepler. I knew that. I couldn't pull his name out of my thick head, 
Bryce Hepler, a St. George guy, has nice. been the head coach for like 25 years, wow. something like that, at Georgia Tech. I'm surprised um, he doesn't steal more of our Utah kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so let's move on. We need to do a little things and stuff. Things and stuff brought to you by the Stretch Zone at stretchzone.com. Uh, where they currently have a master's ticket giveaway. You got to be on the get going stretchzone.com. See if you can win yourself some master's ticket. Make sure that you arrange for your free introductory assisted stretch at stretchzone.com. They've got uh, stores up and down the Wasatch front. There's going to be five. one, five of them out there. There's going to be one near you. Go to stretchzone.com and, and uh, get yourself down there. Um, and we want to talk a little things and stuff with Terry Outson from uh, from Tidalist. And before we do that, we need a little things and stuff intro. I'm doing stuff. Things. 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 It's stuff. Stuff. Things. Things. Stuff. Things. Things. Stuff. Things and stuff brought to you by the Stretch Zone. We are pleased now to be joined by one of Utah Golf's really good guys. Mm -hmm. That's Terry Outson from Titleist. Terry, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Paul. Good morning, Jan. Good morning, T.O. So glad to have you here for a minute, Terry. Um, I, I wanted to get you on. I've been, been wanting to have this conversation for a few weeks. Uh, Titleist already sitting on... The, the number one ball in the game, the Pro V1, we all use it, know it, understand it as the standard by which balls are judged. And yet, Titleist has revamped the Pro V1, and I want to hear all about it. Bring us up to speed. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, Paul. Uh, we do it every two years, and we just try and, you know, as, as the game evolves, and, it, I mean, our game is so popular right now, yeah. COVID has helped us all in this in this game. So I mean, we have we have seventy plus engineers that are trying to make the golf ball better uh, each and every time. They're working on uh, twenty twenty five and twenty twenty seven golf balls right now. Holy cow! So it's uh, it's it's exciting. I don't know how they do it. To be honest with you, how they how they improve on it, but uh, with with different rubbers and plastics and and urethanes and things like that, uh, they seem to do it. So uh, this year's model is is no different. What are the characteristics that that will be different about the 2023 Pro V1? Well, it, it has a uh, new uh, resilient casting, which is a little bit firmer. And then also we have... Uh, uh, which, which is going to actually increase the speed on both golf balls, Pro V1 and Pro V1X. So uh, it's a it's a soft cast urethane. Most other top line golf balls are uh, are cast or or excuse me injection molding. So we're the only one that really does the cast molding. So that's uh, that's different in itself. But we have from the core. It is. It goes from softer in the middle to harder out on the edges. So that's something new for the 2023 Pro V1 and Pro V1X, right there, just to make it more consistent. So our dispersion has gotten a lot tighter than the 21 or the 19 model. 
How interesting. How, what does this do with spin rates? So, you know, most companies are going lower spin, lower spin, lower spin. Yeah. Uh, this ball will spin just slightly lower, one to 200 RPMs off the drivers, off the Pro V1 and the Pro V1X. The X will fly the highest and spin the most. Pro V1 will be a little bit lower in, in ball flight on your downrange peak, and AVX will be the lowest. So it'll be the lowest spinning and lowest launch of all three of those balls. Okay, so what kind of player characteristics? You brought in the AVX. I appreciate you doing that. Has the AVX been revamped, or does it carry forward? So the, the AVX gets just the opposite years of the Pro-V, just so we have something new to introduce. So with the AVX and the supporting cast of golf balls from the Tour Speed, Tour Soft, Velocity, and True Fill, we do that on the opposite years that we do the Pro-V and the Pro-V1X, just so okay. the shops have something new to sell, something new to introduce, and, and something new to talk about. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so... What what is the the player profile? I, I know we can't do a fitting over the radio, darn it. But but uh, talk to us about the player profile for a Pro V, Pro V one X, and the AVX. What, what's the distinction okay. there? Sure, and your your listeners can get on www.tylus.com and go through a golf ball fitting that way. Okay. Uh, just to give them a little bit of a head start, as, as opposed, we'll have ball fitters uh, throughout the summer kind of roaming around the state. So if they're, you know, fortunate enough or if they want to sign up, then they can they can do it that way. So we'll be at uh, not only private courses, but public courses, too, uh, doing some ball fittings. And that will also be on Titleist.com, where you can, you can get sent, uh, signed up and see where our highly trained ball fitters are going to be this summer. So pro, uh, player profile is if you need to spin the ball uh, a little bit more, especially at altitude, because we have spin decay here at altitude. So honestly, we are selling more pro V's than we are pro VX's uh, all over the country, including here in Colorado and, and places with altitude where a lot of players should actually be playing the pro V one X just to get a little bit more spin to keep the ball in the air because at the higher altitude spin decay is, you know, the ball, the ball needs to spin more to stay in the air. So if you see your golf ball falling out of the air, that means you need more spin. But if you see it kind of poofing up at your, at your downrange peak, uh, hitting that uh, window, uh, then you need to drop down and get less spin. So pro VX is the highest flying, and the highest spinning pro v1 will be a lower launch and lower spin and then abx will be the lowest launch and the lowest spin of our top line golf balls i see um talk to me about the left dash and left dot what does what does that indicate okay left dash is on the market uh which is basically a pro vx that spins left okay so let's just take drive for instance, because it's the easiest way to explain it, the uh, uh, left dash will spin about four to 500 RPMs less than the Pro VX. Uh, so it's a less spinning Pro VX, basically, to sum it up. And the left dot is a lower spinning Pro V1. 
So that uh, left dot we have not brought out uh, in in very big volumes, uh, but I think we probably will um, midsummer, later summer this year. So the the left dot Pro V one left dot would therefore be the lowest spinning of the Titleist balls. Is that correct? Am I hearing that right? Actually, the AVX would still be the lowest. Oh, the AVX. Okay. 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 Yeah. The AVX would still be the lowest spinning, even lower than the the left dot or the left dash, for sure. Okay. Yep. Um, so, this I mean, is. I mean. A lot of lower swing speeds have have adopted the AVX just because they feel like they hit their mostly their irons longer off of that golf ball. Uh, driver goes about the same with the Pro V1 or Pro V1X, but the AVX seems to be going farther for for a lot of players off their irons, almost a full club. Really, um, how does that affect uh, descent angle and spin? What I'm getting at is the ability to hold a green. Okay, it's going to be less because it's going to be coming in at a at a lower um, yeah. descending trajectory. So it's going to be yeah. a little bit tougher to hold the green uh, coming in there. So, but when you're around the greens, chipping and putting and pitching, it has basically the same uh, spin rates as the Pro V and the Pro V X. And it's going to feel a little bit softer than the Pro V, and the Pro okay. V will feel softer than the Pro V X around the greens, putting and chipping. So the X has just a little bit of a click, just because of the cover, uh, uh, what we use in the covers from from the X to the Pro V to the AVX. Very cool. Um, are all of these balls available in yellow? All three are available in yellow. Yes, and the playing okay. characteristics from white to yellow uh, by testing are exactly the same. Except guys like me can see the yellow ones a little better. <laughs> At least I hope. <laughs> yes, that's that's the advantage. And then when we're out playing on the section uh, events out in Wendover, I can see it in the desert a lot better. So, <laughs> Okay. Okay. I get it. Let, let me digress here for a quick minute. Since you brought up Wendover and, and Tona Vista a couple of years ago in the, in the senior am, I, or the senior open, pardon me, we're out there and I hit this tee ball on, I think it was 14 and I completely lost it in the sky. And uh, I, I turned to the other guys in my group. Did you see that? Did you see that? Nobody saw it. And then as I was we went up and looked, and as I'm walking back, taking my lost ball penalty, it struck me how funny this was. This was the senior open. <laughs> None of us could see the ball. <laughs> and so at that moment, well, <laughs> I realized I maybe need to go to yellow, and maybe I need glasses. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting that age, Paul. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. It, it, it just is what it is. But uh, yeah. it did yeah. seem seem worth it to ask if they were available in yellow. <laughs> oh, mercy. All, All right. And I do use uh, yellow at times uh, just for that reason. So. <laughs> okay, well, this is cool. Uh, Terry, while we were talking here, I... Uh, I, I found this golf ball fitting thing on the Titleist website. I'm going to do it during the break. I'm really curious to see what this is like. Everybody, I'm at Titleist.com. 
and I went to fitting and then there was a choice and I picked ball fitting. Uh, let, uh, let's try this out together during the break, folks, and see what it says about uh, getting fit into the right Titleist uh, for our game. This is kind of cool, Terry. I didn't know this was here. Oh, yeah. Fantastic, Paul, that you pulled that up, and it's, it's very easy to do, as you've done. And, uh, you know, we're, we're riding the high. Even though, this, uh, you know, uh, raw products are hard to get, we're still on allocation on, on the top-line golf balls. But you can find them in the in the shops. Uh, we feel like we're going to be off allocation come July, and we're riding the high. I mean, uh, Valspar, uh, we had a golf ball count of eighty percent. That's the highest we've, Jeez. I think, that we've ever been. To be honest with you. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's hard to miss all the wins you're racking up on tour. It's certainly noticed what Scheffler did last week, and just keeps the beat keeps going. Um, like I say, the Pro V is the, uh, it's kind of the standard by which everything's judged and you don't get there by accident. So we uh, appreciate you taking a minute with us, Terry, and telling us all about it. Well, thank you, Paul. And uh, you have a great program, you and Jan. So we appreciate what y'all do. Thank you so thank much. You, all right. That's Terry Altson from Titleist. We appreciate him You're joining so us. You're so excited to do this ball thing, aren't you? I, I am. We're going I, to, we have to go, so we have so to go to break now. We have to go to break now so that Paul can play <laughs> with, the, with the Titleist ball fitting thing. <laughs> All right. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk with Caden Weber uh, from UVU. Folks, just week after week after week, these guys at UVU are doing great things. It is one of the really cool stories of Utah golf this year so far. Stick around for Caden when we come back on the other side. You are listening to Utah Golf Radio on U teed up by the PJ Tour Superstore on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. You're listening to Utah Golf Radio on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Yeah, 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 a little funk bringing us back. Olivia Benyon spinning the hits, keeping us FCC compliant with her finger on the dump button because you never know when Jan's just going to lose it. Oh, I think it's going to be you this time, Paul. <laughs> or, or me. Okay, did you, do the, did you do the ball thing? Did I, you have enough time? Okay, I, I, I got, got about halfway through it, and then I had to go over and say hi to Nick Bond. Um, the, the parents' table across the way here. <laughs> and so uh, uh, as the players are gathering. So Elliot's playing. That, yeah, Elliot's playing. A lot going on, a um, lot going on down here at, uh, at Greenspring in Washington. Uh, Utah Golf Radio, of course, uh, we are coming to you from uh, uh, Greenspring in Washington, where Winter Champs is kicking off this morning. We're here to celebrate the start of the Utah Golf Association championship season. With Winter Champs, uh, players will be pegging it, balls will be in the air in about a half an hour. Coming to you, of course, in partnership with Utah's leading golf organizations, the Utah Golf Association, the Utah Section PGA, Fairways Media, the Utah Golf Foundation, the Utah Golf Course Superintendents Association, the Utah Junior Golf Association, and First Tee Utah. Uh, we are happy to be joined now by Caden Weber from Utah Valley University. Folks, buckle your seatbelts. The Wolverines are killing it. Caden Weber, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you guys? Well, we're doing fine, Caden. How are you, champ? I'm feeling good right now. Are you? I gotta know. Are you sitting there with your trophy? 
Is it is it in in eyesight oh, there for you? No, it was a unorthodox win. We had to um, get out of there right after I finished the round, so I was the final group, and we had to leave right away just to make the flight. So I didn't really get to soak it in or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's legit. I get it. Yeah, but the fact is, <laughs> you you got yourself your first college victory, and uh, I want to hear all about that. Uh, Let's go there first. We want to talk about what this team is doing because this is a special team. But uh, Caden, sure let's is. talk about let's talk about your first win, and you do it coming off of a near win down in front of your hometown crowd down in the Phoenix area, and then you go to Myrtle Beach and you get the W. Tell us all about it. Well, I think it was the fact that we were at the beach that I played so well. I'm a big beach guy, but <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. But, no, I'm. I'm good season it's uh it's been really good um i feel like just the more i've been playing the more confidence i've been getting obviously finishing second in arizona was a huge confidence boost i mean i wanted to win but um just didn't quite get it done but you know you learn things each time you get in those situations right like coming down the stretch yeah. didn't, didn't do the best and yeah i mean i gave myself a big enough lead in uh, south carolina where you know if i made a few mistakes which i still did i mean the weather definitely didn't hang in there but um still was able to get it done um look golf to quote a book title <laughs> golf is not a game of perfect yeah you're gonna make mistakes um but but you got through them um and 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 the way in which you did this for your first college win was really impressive uh talk to me about what what it was like making that uh coming down the stretch knowing where things were and walk us through that whole thing yeah uh, so one thing that i learned in arizona is like you know you're gonna face adversity right you're gonna get unlucky bounces you're gonna get unlucky lies so that definitely happened and instead of like getting worried or like freaking out you kind of just got to stay calm and you know keep pressing so it's kind of something i kept in mind coming down that back nine in south carolina and Mostly just like kind of um, soaking it in, like enjoying the feeling. Like it's pretty cool to to be at the top of the leaderboard, you know, playing in that situation. Um, I'm someone who checks the leaderboard constantly, so I was refreshing it like every hole. And like once I saw that five shot lead, and I started to feel really comfortable. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a cool feeling to to come down that stretch and have a lead. It got way closer than I wanted it to, that's for sure. But um, yeah. Yeah, learned a lot though. Well, you know, I I think it's interesting you had mentioned that 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 you needed to learn how to manage that coming the the, the feelings and and the the emotions and all of the thoughts yes. coming down the stretch. There's a lot to that. That is a skill set of itself that that one needs to develop. Um, and then let's let's look at your your uh, scorecard here for a minute. You finished at minus eight two hundred five for a one shot victory over over uh, players from Connecticut and Long Island U, but uh, minus eight two hundred five on rounds of sixty six seventy and sixty nine. So you were red every day, and uh, got off to a really hot start with that sixty six. Um, let's back it up just a little bit and talk to us about that that terrific first round. Yeah, so I mean, my goal with that was just, you know, my whole new mindset, I guess, this season is just to play confident golf. Like, 
don't play scared. Don't try to guide the ball. Just go out do your thing, swing hard, and, and, and play confident. So, yeah, the first round was really good. Um, I feel like I'm a good first-round player just because, you know, there's no pressure, no nothing. You can just go out and do your thing, um, especially on the 36 whole days because we, we literally were playing golf all day long. So I think it's important to get off to a good start. And, yeah, I guess that's what I did. Well, yeah, you did. Um, opened up uh, making sure you didn't, didn't create any problem for yourself. Uh, started with four straight pars, and then bam, 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 you made – three birdies in a row made four out of the next five holes uh that got you healthy sure did i was feeling good i chipped in on nine that first round okay four under on the front yeah yeah it was nice but it kind of just it kind of just comes um i got my putter really hot um past couple weeks and that's a huge huge help so i've always been a good ball striker um i can miss i'm really good misser like we all miss the ball obviously a lot but i miss it really straight so um, okay. It really comes down to putting, honestly. Um, let's skip forward to your final round, that uh, that 69, a 269 on the day. And um, I, th this is a noisy card. There's a lot of color on it. You made birdies, you made bogeys. Ended up minus 269, like we said. But I like that you gutted through maybe not having your best game that day but still nope. got the got the win. I'm impressed with that. Um, was that a hard push for you? In terms of like not having my best game. Yeah, and in terms of in terms of uh, getting through to the win when you were making mistakes. Yes, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, like it's arrogant or cocky or whatever it sounds. Like the reality is, I didn't have anywhere close to my best game. My ball striking was super sloppy. Wedges were no good, and I was missing greens from like 120 yards, which is oh, which is not like me. But <laughs> but I mean, it, it comes that's where it comes down to the mental part. So you just keep a good attitude. I was still keep like not letting it bother me. Back nine, I, I really did not have good stuff. Like um, definitely didn't have good ball striking. But I was making putts, making really good saves, and then that birdie on 17 was a huge help because it really came down to the wire the last two holes. Um, and the wind started to pick up like crazy too. So, well, you made a birdie on 17, uh, uh, lost it a little on 18, finished with a bogey, but but you finished with a birdie in the last two holes and ended up winning by one, and so held it all together. I think that's really impressive, Caden. And uh, that first of all, the the win, regardless, is always always a strong thing. But uh, to do it when everything isn't working its best is doubly impressive to me. Really well played. We've got to talk for a minute about this team. Uh, you've got yeah. a victory. We, we know what Braden McKinley's been doing. The team has been winning. What the heck's going on down there in Orem? We all knew we could do it. We got a really good squad. We have seven to eight really, really good players on this team. Um, I think coach is really happy right now, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've had the same, we've had the same guys. We had everyone return from last year and we had a pretty disappointing season by not getting a win last year because we are more than capable of doing it. But um, we won down in St. George finally for the first time in however long in UVU and then did it again in Arizona. It was huge. Um, but once you kind of get that monkey off your back, you know, we start to feel a little more comfortable. I think that's a good point. Once you know you can win, you know you can win. 
And we've talked about it a lot on this show. Winning is a skill that has to be developed like any other skill. And uh, develop that skill, know you've got it, and then you can go do it. I think this is a special team. And you guys are all still pretty young. Uh, You have a chance to be together for a while. That's got to be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's my fifth. I'm a fifth-year senior, so I'm out of here. But definitely got four (laughs) or five guys who are going to be sticking around. And they're feeling pretty good about about the future. Tell us about your plans. So I want to get into college coaching. I want to I want to be at a Power Five. Um, I want to be a head men's golf coach. I just feel like it'd be an awesome lifestyle. I feel like I could coach a, a really good team. And Caden, I think you'd be great at that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna keep our eye on on exactly what you're doing. This is so cool. And, uh, and I think it's so neat that you got this win and the way in which you did it. So impressive to me. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. That's Caden Weber, folks. Utah Valley University Wolverines uh, gets himself a win. Jan, uh, this, this Wolverine team is really doing special yeah. stuff. I, I am so impressed by it. Kind of stumbled a bit on Caden's class status there. I'm sorry for that, Caden, but gosh, that's Not really cool. <laughs> All right. Um, Jan. Yes. Let's play around for a little bit with uh, a, a, a new a new little fun thing that we want to do here on Utah Golf Radio. Um, some folks have been appropriately uh, kind of teasing me a little bit for a, for a Paulism I drop once in a while. I don't while. even think you know you did it. Do you <laughs> even, did you I, even know that I, you do it when I said, hey, I have an idea? Yeah. And then, then you called you called Randy Dotson. Yeah. And Randy said, yeah, you do say that. Uh, yeah, Randy said, so it's a phrase I use where I, where I talk about players who are playing well being honest is. Yes. This is something I picked up in college. It's something we said on, on my team at Boise State. And uh, it's just stuck with me over the years. The U- UVU Wolverines are certainly on a sizz. We're going to start identifying things that are happening in golf that are on a sizz. And uh, it's going to be all around the world of golf. It'll be, we'll focus on the Utah game when we, when we can, of course. But there are things that are sizzling in, yes. in golf around the world. Things that are happening where players are on a sizz, where mm-hmm. play, people in the game are on a sizz. We're going to have a little fun with stuff on a sizz, and we're going to start with uh, something that is pretty sizzling to me, and yeah. that is an Australian professional, Peter Wilson, who uh, is a 45-year-old journeyman playing on the Australian tour. But folks, tell me if this doesn't count as being on a sizz. He shot back-to-back back 59s. Isn't that a thing in the clubhouse when someone's about to shoot a 59? Yeah, you go like on a 59 watch. Yeah, everyone sure. goes on a 59 sure. watch. So sure. that's crazy. Back to back 59s. Now, the course was a little short. The course was a little flat. This was this was not the TPC Ponte Vedra. Right. This was Sawgrass. This was not Pebble Beach. But, but it, it was 18 holes and you still shot a 59. holes and you've still got to hit all the shots. Yep. It was 5-9 followed by a 5-9. Five five nine. Nine. <laughs> wow. Folks, that's on a sizz. Peter Wilson on a sizz with back-to-back 59. Well done, Peter. All right. That's kind of fun. Oh, shoot. Jan, you can hear the noise in the background. That tells us they're getting close to start the winter champs. It makes me ask a question. Well, do you know what's next? Paul, 
I absolutely know what's next. You do. It is the What's Next segment brought to you by the Utah Golf Association. Stick around on the other side. We'll be back in a minute. We'll tell you what's coming up next in Utah Golf. This is Utah Golf Radio teed up by the PJ Tour Superstore on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. What's next? I'm saying what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? I'm saying what's next? Sir, when I ask what's next, it means I'm ready to move on to other things. So, what's next? Yeah, 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 yeah. Utah Golf Radio. Wrapping up. Fun show here at Green Spring in Washington. What's next is what we've been talking about all morning. Balls are just about to be in the air. They're just uh, calling players to the tee to get going here on the shotgun start for Winter Champs. Winter Champs, the first Utah Golf Association championship of the year being played at Green Spring and the Ledges. Uh, this big event with men's division, women's division, senior men, senior women, kicks off the Utah Golf Association championship season. So good to see. It means we made it through the winter, Jan. <laughs> it means we it did not die in the winter. I'm so glad. And uh, so good to be here and uh, finally be playing championship golf. Yep. It's good stuff. I like it. Utah Golf Radio, of course, uh, coming to you in partnership with Utah's leading golf organizations, the Utah Golf Association, the Utah Section PGA, Fairways Media, the Utah Golf Foundation, the Utah Golf Course Superintendents Association, the Utah Junior Golf Association, and First Tee Utah. Looking out over the players here, they're getting ready. We just uh, said hi to Zach Jones, reigning state amp champ, player of the year. See Dan Horner out there. Uh, we've, been, we've been seeing parents from, from uh, seeing Boston Bracken's parents, seeing uh, Jackson Shelley's parents. Uh, there's uh, Elliot Bond's dad was here a minute ago. Elijah Turner from Brigham Young, just walking by, waving. Good to see you, Elijah. They're on their way to the tee. Um, the uh, Winter Champs men's division just about ready to tee off here at Green Springs. So that's what's next. We will have a full report for you on our Utah Golf Radio podcast. You can get wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and uh, uh, we'll have the Winter Champs champions come Sunday night. Uh, so it's, uh, it's fun to see this yes. happen. So well, it's fun every year. It's fun every, very exciting because yeah. again, it's the whole kickoff to golf. It feels like it's the start of the golf season. It is the start of the golf season. <laughs> Even though you we've know, been playing since January. Yeah. 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 But th this, this just this makes is it like the official. official. This yeah. makes it official. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When, when we've got a UGA event, when we've got winter champs, yep. it is, it is official. Other things coming up. What, what's next? A uh, couple things. First of all, <clears throat> now is the time. To sign your kids up for First Tee classes, you can do that at firstteeutah.org. That's firstteeutah.org. Click on the Locations and Leagues uh, tab once you get there. Um, and it will show you every place that, that, uh, that, uh, that I, I'm trying to say we, <laughs> the, yeah. the First Tee Utah yes. well, it's has you. program. It is we, yeah. That's yeah. my day job. Yeah. Um, Every place First Tee Utah has programs going on uh, early in the spring. We've got them at, at, uh, at Golf the Round and at uh, Mulligan's in in Salt Lake. Uh, 
and we are putting putting a, uh, programs together around the state. We'll be getting more as the as we get deeper into the spring. But folks, now is the time. Get your kids signed up for for uh, First Tee programming. Go to firstteeutah.org. Now is also the time to uh, to get signed up to volunteer for some really fun things happening later in the summer, but you're gonna need to sign up early to make this happen. Uh, that is the opportunity to volunteer for the Utah Championship, the Corn Ferry Tour event at Oak Ridge that will take place in August. You can do that at utahchampionship.com. Click on the volunteer button. And then also we had Dave Viverios uh, on the show last week announcing the Epson Tour coming to Northern Utah. Uh, it'll be played in Soldier Hollow in the first week of September. And we are very, very pleased at First Tee to be able to uh, help uh, run this tournament in terms of we will be managing the volunteers for that. And so if you would like to volunteer with the Epson Tour event coming to Soldier Hollow in September, you can do that again at firstteutah.org and click on the volunteers link there. So, um, so many opportunities to be involved, to be of service to the game, and uh, to, to uh, have a chance to go uh, and uh, participate in this. Now, Jan, you're going to be one of the volunteers yep. at the Epson Tour event, the Black, Black yep. Desert Resort Championship at Soldier Hollow. And uh, we have a whole bunch of all our girls go golfing is going to be volunteering, too. So we are very excited about being helping with the first tee and being part of that and helping you. It's going to be a lot of fun and it will be a, it'll be a, an opportunity to be a part of the Some, tournament yeah, operation and see really how it works. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, be able to, to be up close and personal mm -hmm. with inside these great the ropes, players. So to see. Oh, inside the ropes, even. So to borrow a phrase, right? Yes. <laughs> um, this last Wednesday, the registration for the UGA championships opened up. So you can go to uga.com.org, pardon, uga.org, and uh, click on play, and it will take you to the links you need to sign up for the UGA championships. Now, folks, pay attention to this. If you are interested in playing in UGA championships, you need to get registered. Don't put this off. Uh, the qualifiers for the mid-am already were filling up on Wednesday. Yep. The, the, when I went to sign up to play in that qualifier, the one I wanted to play in come Wednesday afternoon was full. Now, I was able to get in a different of the qualifiers. That's fine. It'll all work out. Yeah. But, um, but the point is, these are filling up. Yep. You want to be uh, signing up for a state-am qualifier. You need to be doing that. Right they now. will start yep. filling up in the next week, yep. and um, and then then the choices will be more limited. Mm -hmm. um, all of the other uh, events that the UGA puts on the championships, will you need to be signing up for them. And Jan, you and I were talking prior to the show about the women's championships. Yes. And you're looking at those. We are. We're, we absolutely are looking at them as a group. I mean, we've never really been competitive before, so this is our first we year. We being girls go we, golfing. We being girls yeah. go golfing. So we decided this year that that was going to be one of our big goals for 2023 was see how many of us could play in, in an actual tournament. And the UGA championships are the, 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 the height of that. Yep, and that's so, what we're looking for. Absolutely. Uh, but the point is you've got to get signed up. Yes. And if, if you 
if, if you wait, you'll, I mean, we, yeah. we tell you this all year long <laughs> with certain things. And yeah. then you wonder, why didn't we tell you? We did tell you, you're selective listening. <laughs> so now is the time to be doing this. Go to UGA.org to sign up for the, uh, for the, uh, 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 the, the UGA championships. And as we mentioned, First Tee classes fill, are, are uh, available now, firstteeutah.org. Um, really great stuff. And then uh, those are the things coming up. Yep. Winter Champs Report later later uh, this weekend on our I'm Utah playing golf, golf today, Radio are podcast. You? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to go see uh, my family down here in St. George, and then, yeah, I'll peg it a little later today. All right, I'm pegging it later. All right. Well, we got to roll on out of here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate you being with us. This is Utah Golf Radio teed up by the PJ Tour Superstore on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700.